0: Welcome to Slingshot 25 Shotcast, a series of bite-sized podcasts that will feel like an espresso shot to your brain. I'm Courtney. And I'm Jackie. Something we've been thinking about is feedback. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about how maybe now more than ever, this the people say the young generation, um, they want a lot of feedback? Mm. And so something we've been been paying attention to, like, we always have talked about feedback. We've been talking about feedback for, you know, 15, 20 years. Um, And one of the insights we have on this, like, you know, when you hear things like that, you start to ask yourself, like, how true is that really?
1: Yeah. Right? That's what I always do. Yeah. How true is it? Well, I have a few things to say about that, if you're interested in those today, Courtney. I am interested. All right. Away. So a couple of things that come to mind for me is, I don't really know this for a fact, but I have this feeling. So, so I'm it's gonna... a
0: partially true story <laughs> we're about to tell it's, you? It's,
1: it's, it's, it's a Jackie fact.
0: It's a Jack wow. fact, if you will.
1: Jack fact. Yeah, Jack fact. Um, I wonder if what younger generations, and when we say younger, I'm you, you can't tell by us speaking how old we are, although maybe you can. Um, We're talking about uh, millennials, easy for me to say, millennials and Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, I've heard this, this this idea that they really crave feedback. I'm wondering if what they crave more than anything, though, is connection and attention. They want to talk to people that they work with, that they serve, that they work for, and they want to have conversations about their work. Um, and, And maybe it's not so much that they have a different kind of human need for feedback. Because um, I've got a lot of things to say about feedback and just in general, how I think organizations need to be um, a little more discerning and a little more careful, if you will, with how they use, how they solicit and use feedback. Um, And and so some things that come to mind for me right away, and I talk about this a lot with people who have just gotten a bunch of feedback, like via some sort of 360 assessment or something like that. and, And it's really tough to take that stuff in. I remind them that you know, to, to read through the feedback, you don't want to ignore it, like ignore it at your peril sort of idea, but it's also remember also for them to remember that it's a pretty junky channel. Feedback is a pretty junky channel. It is, it's actually um, junked up a lot by the person that is giving the feedback. You have to remember that they're coming from some sort of mindset. Like, are they feeling like the bug or the windshield that day? like that, that will, that will be a part of the feedback that will be present in the feedback, and you won't really know it, you can't know that. The other thing is, you'll see some of their own biases, some of their own fears and shortcomings, Um, all of that sort of shows up in this feedback. And the problem with that is, I mean, once you know, it's there, I guess that that's great. But the problem is, we tend to treat feedback as sacred insight. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, virtually infallible that you must now answer for it.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing we do, so it's junked up from a who gave us the feedback, but then it also gets junked up when we receive it because our brains have, we're wired with with a heaviness towards negativity, right? So we can see, we can get a, a feedback results. I stopped reading trainer, you know, I've been a trainer for over probably 25 years of my career, 30. And I stopped reading the smile sheets at the end of it because people could say, 15 good things and if one person said something bad that's where all my energy goes and so we have a very hard time even if we get a meaningful tidbit of of letting the good stuff sink in and land which would be valuable we overemphasize and put too much
1: weight on the negative things and just makes processing feedback quite difficult actually you're right um we often will say bad is stronger than good. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is exactly what you're talking about, this human tendency to give more importance to things that are more dangerous to us. Um, And so that makes me think about One of the great skills that anyone can have um, is the skill of being able to Mm self-reflect. I talk about self-reflection a lot, and I remind people, always do it alone. (laughs) It is not something you want to invite people into. There's a reason it's called self-reflection. Do it alone so that you are not tempted to protect your ego or justify your actions. In other words, to sit in a moment of telling the truth on yourself. And if you don't know how to do that or don't practice doing that, then getting feedback can be kind of dangerous because you won't know how to sort through it with, you know, and compare it to the things that you know to be true about yourself. Yeah.
0: And then if you, when you do have the place where you want to get another opinion, right, you're you're done talking to yourself, which I never get bored of talking to myself. Um, you want to go after people who we talk about as a loving critic, right? Someone who Is going to come from a place of believing in you, being positive with you, caring about you. They're not bringing their junk to the table. They're not sharing the feedback because it's serves some of their agenda. It's really about you, and they love you enough to give you feedback and help you be better because they think it's the best thing for you. And finding our loving critics, having the courage to bring them into the conversation. When we do it like that, we're willing to look at ourselves. We're willing to sit with people who care about us and look honestly. Then feedback can start to be a real. Helpful thing in having us drive different behaviors, get better
1: and grow. I love it. That's so true. Um, so I, I'd like to wrap us up here if I can, Courtney, with just one more little fact. Yeah. Um, or maybe this is a jacked fact. Maybe it's just something that... You know.
0: <laughs> well, everything's going to be a jack fact now, I can tell.
1: <laughs> this is something I want to say something more about. bit of a tangent here, but it's related to feedback. And that is this idea of anonymous feedback. There's an, an, a lot of anonymous feedback in the workplace. And in many cases, rightly so. Well, in the world, right? That, true. Um, you know, we often do really large surveys inside companies so that you can collect a lot of voices at once and essentially those voices are speaking to the highest levels of the organization which is really the only reason you want to ever do anonymous feedback is if there is an unsafe or really large power differential between the person who's giving the feedback and the person who's receiving it that's really the reason to do anonymous feedback the problem is if you overplay the anonymous feedback angle and you don't really think about the potential dangers of doing anonymous feedback, it can be a bit destructive because what will end up happening is people who have a lot of grievance or resentment, they get a platform to be able to position that feedback like it is um, you know, some, some you know, really brilliant insight when indeed it's not. And if that person you know, was asked to sit down at the table and have to be accountable for what they're also bringing to the party, um, we would actually get somewhere.
0: Yeah. Um, And you don't have to look any further than social media to see tons of evidence of this. Like it it, it translates different in the work environment. But in social media, people can be mean, they can be cruel, they can be completely insensitive, because they're anonymous. Yeah. And if they had to look if they actually sat across the table from the person, they would not say those things. And when it comes to the corporate environment, It's similar, we want to have a space where ideas can be exchanged, we can have tough conversations, we can do difficult things, we can work forward through issues together. And if we create an environment where we're too scared, right, it's not safe for people to talk to each other, we have bigger problems.
1: That's right yeah so if you find yourself drawn into wanting to do a lot of anonymous feedback you should first stop and ask yourself ask your organization why is there so much lack of safety in our organization that people can't speak up yep so i think that's that's it that's that's enough and more than enough it's a lot about feedback
0: well that's it so that's all for this episode i guess we always have so much more to say if you want more from us you can drop us a line at slingshot25.com until next time